you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky Live here in New York City. It's a Wednesday, December 7th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCordy. Guys, this show today is jam-packed. Talk about it. There's so many people. I feel like we have 27 guests coming in. On, Indeed. We've got players. We've got executives. Mm-hmm. Got a lot. Let's kick it off, though, with a person that's always around. <laughs> he's special, but he's not a guest. NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport. A couple of big stories breaking yesterday involving quarterbacks, particularly in the NFC West. Lay it on us. What's going on? We'll start with Jimmy Garoppolo, the former starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Last we heard from him, it was Sunday night after he suffered a fractured foot, fractured in a couple places with Kyle Shanahan, saying pretty clearly that he was going to need surgery and he was definitely out. Changed a little bit based on various medical reports that Jimmy G received over the last couple days. The best news here, guys, no surgery, and it appears no ligament damage for Jimmy Garoppolo. That means that his foot should be able to heal up properly by the time he is a free agent next offseason for Garoppolo. Personally, that is probably the best news, so no complications there. No surgery, obviously good news for Garoppolo, but it is Brock Purdy going forward for the San Francisco 49ers. And then, yeah, the other big quarterback story yesterday, Baker Mayfield has a landing spot. It is the Los Angeles Rams, who, by the way, play on Thursday night. Remains to be seen whether or not he can actually get on the field tomorrow. Seems highly doubtful from my standpoint, but I guess crazier things have happened. But the main thing is he now gets into the mix for the Rams. I know everybody was talking about, oh, maybe it's the Rams. We're going to block the 49ers. I think most people knew, guys, the 49ers were not going to claim Baker Mayfield. They're pretty comfortable with the room now. It's a million and a half dollars. There was a couple reasons why. The Rams just had a needed quarterback. Stafford is on IR. Not a bad situation for both sides, for Baker Mayfield to get a fresh start under Sean McVay. And for the Rams to take a look at maybe a quarterback for the future. Maybe it's nothing, but maybe it's something for a pretty talented guy. 
Ian, I would put this move for both of these, this player and this mm. team in season on a list of the strangest things that we never could have predicted happening <laughs> coming into this season if you asked us well, back in August. Yeah. Very, very interesting. But you're right. Feels like a nice fit. Ian Rapport, thank you very much. All right, new team, new number, Hollywood life for Baker Mayfield. He'll be wearing 17 for the Los Angeles Rams. So the former number one overall pick is a Los Angeles Ram after going one and five as a starter for the Carolina Panthers. Peter, you know the Rams yeah. better than most. You know Sean McVay well. Mm -hmm. What do you make of these decisions? Yeah, I mentioned yesterday on the show, 2018, the Combine was in Indianapolis, of course. And Baker was training in LA, and you know, McVeigh flies to the combine on Southwest. So, if you guys think stars are just like us, yes, they fly on Southwest and they're sitting next to each other. Baker Mayfield, a top NFL prospect, and Sean McVeigh, uh, you know, the hot coach of the year based on what they did the last season. They sit down, they have a three hour flight, they talk the entire time, and McVeigh calls me and is like, This guy is great. Like, we'll never get him. We're never going to, we got Jared, we're never going to get our chance to have him. But it always stuck in my head that they had this great interaction, and I think it stuck in Sean. Said, this guy wants to win so badly and there's an incentive to winning now because if they lose their pick is going anyway to Detroit so like there is no advantage maybe Houston says hey we don't need to win three games uh, to end the season here some of these other teams Chicago maybe we don't need to win these games it, our draft spots pretty good the Rams have nothing to lose here they want to win games and for 1.5 million dollars Baker Mayfield gives him a better chance to win than the current options. Now, was he going to play tomorrow? I saw some of the tweets saying he's going to play tomorrow. Highly unlikely, if you're asking me, to be showing up and be throwing in. That said, he does know the offense. It might not be that hard to just get him under center. And for the very least, it has the Raiders having to worry about game planning for two quarterbacks. Sure. It's out there. I like the fit. It's not necessarily a long-term fit, but for a $1.5 million rental for the rest of the year, the Rams are going to be at least tolerable to watch, yeah. which they probably have not been on offense the last five mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you when you talk about him playing tomorrow. It would be hard enough for another position, let alone the quarterback spot. But exactly to the point what you said, now if you're the Raiders, you're just like, wow, now we have to go back and watch film of the Carolina Panthers, the six games he played there to get ready for that game. But this move makes so much sense for both parties. For the Rams right now, Wolford just got injured in their past game uh, versus Seattle. So now you have a chance to get Baker Mayfield in there and is an option for the next probably four games to get him out there and see what he has. Could this guy possibly be somebody to back up Stafford for next year? Stafford's getting older. Could this possibly be somebody that we take a look at and yeah. could be our quarterback for the future? When you're first overall, first-round draft pick, let alone, you get multiple chances. It, that's just how the NFL works. Guys get drafted high, make mistakes, however it goes. There's going to be multiple teams that want you. To Peter's story, McVay met him before. You had good interactions. Hey, why not? Bring him in. Let's see what he has. Mm -hmm. So, you're going to get a Baker that's excited and fired up to finish out these four games because this is kind of his last opportunity to show what I have before free agency hits. So he's going to go out there and give them everything he oh, has, yeah. and it's going to be exciting to see him in L.A. Hell yeah, it is. It already is. I'm already excited. I get excited <laughs> about the picture. I'm very excited and intrigued by a lot of this Baker stuff. I'm intrigued about whether he's going to play tomorrow night. Baker's whole career has been people telling him things that aren't not going to happen or you can't do or that are not likely. We'll see. The thing for the future is interesting, too. I think Stafford's future might be murky. He's had some dark injuries this year. He has nothing. Nothing left to prove. He's a made guy. Does he want to come back playing? And if he 
doesn't, like, could Baker be the guy next year who's throwing to Cooper Cup, who is coaching under McVay? Is McVay back next year? I don't know what his future is. All kinds of stuff. But more importantly, Baker is the fastest number one overall pick quarterback to get to his third team mm. ever. Really? Faster than Sam Bradford. Faster than that. Another Oklahoma Heisman Trophy winning guy. So I asked, has the number one overall pick quarterback ever found success with his third team? It's a little mm. bit deep. His third team. The answer is yes. Peter, you know who it is? Plunkett? Plunkett, sure. You want someone more contemporary? Yeah. How about that guy? Mm. Carson Palmer, Cincinnati, does some good things. Pretty much disastrous. He was miserable with the Raiders. He shows up in Arizona. He's got the receivers around him. He's got this young coach who wants to try different things and does profound things. Profound. To me, this is what Baker Mayfield is going for. This year, who the hell knows? If he stays in L.A., sky's the limit. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I know that in the NFL draft, people decided that he was more talented than Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, and he will have unlimited opportunities. Carson Palmer is the goal for Baker Mayfield right now, and um, I don't think he's done yet. Alex Smith, also on the third team, did some good things. Was comeback yeah. player of the year on Washington. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield's done with the league. I don't think the league's done with Baker. I hope it happens in L.A. I really like that. It's pretty cool. We talked yesterday about other teams that could have gotten in the pot for Baker Mayfield, and like I think it was cute and convenient that they got to block the San Francisco 49ers. Now, there was no paperwork allegedly ever submitted sure. that the 49ers were going to go after Baker Mayfield, but they were in the high 20s on the waiver wire, so I think at some point you're just realizing, like, it doesn't matter what this piece of paper does, what it means if we wanted him, we're never going to get him. So now, 49ers can't have him, the LA Rams get him. What I really like about this is, is alluding to what Peter mentioned, which is, this guy wants to win. You said this. Which guy? Feels like they both want to yeah. win, because <laughs> McVay's sitting there, this season is a far-gone conclusion that... The Rams are not going to bounce back, mm. and they are historically mm -hmm. the worst team to ever win a Super Bowl Facts. and follow back the next season. But Baker Mayfield, now this alludes to what Kyle said yesterday. There was a spark there with the Cleveland Browns. Oh, they, yeah, he was, played fantastic yeah. in moments, in high-class, in high high-profile moments with the Browns where he looked good, he looked comfortable. He's a big name. He's a big character. He's a big personality. And a lot of those things fit in Los Angeles. It doesn't fit in some markets. I think it doesn't fit with a certain the way the jersey looks. And I think he goes to Carolina this season, and Carolina was in a desperation season. Matt Rule, I think, was in a desperation situation. They bring in, and he wants to be the solution. He didn't get this there until July also. Didn't like, get there until July. Him, I, right. He tried his best, but that was a desperation. Get that quarterback there. This is not a desperation moment for the Rams. It might be in, like, a two-year window. But for the next six weeks, this feels like a very lighthearted way to try out a guy. And it's not training mm -hmm. camp. It's real-life games. And it's a coach and quarterback deciding together, maybe, that, hey, we want to do some things together moving forward. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Yeah, I do too. Hey, it's time for Whiteboard Wednesday. Let's get after it. When asked about facing DeAndre Hopkins this week, Bill Belichick told reporters he's, quote, every bit as good as anyone I've ever coached against. The player, here we go, that's a, that's a high praise from Belichick. So the player who will keep opposing oh. coaches up all night Heading into week 14, a la Hopkins and Belichick will be. That is some high praise. Right? Oh, it's tossed around Chris Carter's name. Around DeAndre. I mean, I love that. Um, Nick Bosa is coming for Tom Brady. And if I'm Tom Brady, I'm not worried about Brock <laughs> Purdy. I'm worried about Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, and the boys up front. Federico Warner and Hello Noah Hufanga. And now Drake Greenlaw looks like being all pro also. But Bosa's the guy. Bosa, the story goes that it's been well documented. The night before the Dolphins game, Kyle Shanahan spoke to the team and said, hey, the linebackers on film, they're the ones who are carrying us right now. Defensive line, I need you guys to step up. Bosa did not laugh, did not smirk. He took it as a personal affront 
and then went and, and clobbered Tua for, for three hours. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> Nick Bosa is going to be the guy, and maybe Brady is worried about going back home, and maybe Brady's worried about the Brock Purdy story. I really think Brady's worried about this guy. Bosa will be breathing down his neck. Yeah, he should be worried about him. Yeah. I'm going the Cincinnati Bengals should be worried about Nick Nicholas Chubb. This guy, his last four games, 420 yards and six touchdowns, and Burrow has not beaten the Browns. And I know he won't be faced up with Nick Chubb, but this guy has killed them. And for the Cleveland Browns this year, 4-0 when Chubb is over 20 carries. 1-7 when he's underneath those 20 carries. Only win coming against your very own Houston Texans. So, Nick Chubb, yes, he is a monster out there. Zach Taylor should be up all night thinking about this guy. How are we going to stop him? How many people are we going to put on in the box? Are we going to have to bring people off the sideline, play with 13 guys out there to stop Nick Chubb from running wild? You see what he did in that first game versus the Cleveland versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Yes. You know what oh. I like about Wednesdays? It feels like we're really solidifying the game that we're really obsessed with coming into the weekend. Mm. And I have locked my jaw on Lions and Vikings. It's happening. Uh, the Vikings are the last uh, in the league in pass defense this season. So look out, Amon Ross St. Brown, because Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown for the Detroit Lions offense, they're cooking up something special. Amon Ross St. Brown, 430 receiving yards in the last four weeks. That's second in the NFL. He's finding the end zone at a tremendous clip. This started with him at the end of last season. The last six games of last season, he started to come in. Then we saw him on Hard Knocks. We're like, who is this guy? Really like a story. His brother plays for the Bears. His dad was Mr. Universe twice, I think. This guy has talent. The Vikings have to contain him. I think he's keeping uh, Kevin O'Connell up at night in that uh, Vikings defense as well. Um, does anybody remember this guy? I, I, do you remember this dude right here? Mm. Derrick Henry, you know he plays this week and he plays the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you know the unholy things that he has done to that <laughs> franchise in that city in Duval County over the years? They ain't pretty. Bad things, man, like the old Dennis Hopper referee commercial for Nike. Uh, very quickly, Derrick Henry has taken a lot of heat the last couple weeks. He's starting to hear that the wheels are coming off, starting to hear the odometer is getting too high. All the things we said would never apply to Derrick Henry. It's been a rough couple of sledding for the last couple of weeks. Jacksonville's the pal cleanser for Derrick Henry. I think he'll go for 400 yards. Next. Next 400 I like it all. I like it all. Yes. Coming up, though, no comedy from the Eagles. That's just the drama of the team that goes on to win another Super Bowl. Brandon Graham is joining us next. He made the biggest play in Eagles history, and our staff is all Eagles fans. They're going to love it. (laughs) You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Good morning, football. We now welcome to the show a man who is not only the longest-tenured Philadelphia Eagle, the longest-tenured Philadelphia professional athlete. That means he's a mainstay, a holdover. He is a legend in Philadelphia. He's known for his tenacious play on the field, trash-talking with a smile on his face, and he's a pro bowler. He's a Super Bowl champion, and now he is a Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. Please welcome Eagles defensive end, Brandon Graham! Thank you all for having me on. Oh, man. I'm just in the moment right now, just enjoying uh, everything that's coming. Mm-hmm. I appreciate y'all uh, allowing me to, you know, uh, use your platform to be recognized. So thank you. To speak about yourself, which we absolutely want to hear more about your reaction, specifically, BG, in the last day or so, you found out that you're the Eagles nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. What was your initial response to that? Uh, you, you know what? It wasn't even in my mind because I didn't think at this point in my career that I was, you know, going to be able to get it, you know, at all. So I just was just going about uh, just trying to win another Super Bowl and, you know, and just taking my day to day. And then they surprised me one morning going to walk through and told me that I, that they nominated me. Uh, and it just it just made me roll my sleeves up and made me want to get back to work and uh, keep inspiring, keep doing what I've been doing. Yeah, no doubt about it. You've had an incredible impact on that community in Philadelphia, obviously enough to get this nominee. Can you tell our viewers a little bit about the work that you've been doing? Uh, you know what? I, I've been just in the community, just every opportunity that comes up with the Eagles, I try to take it, just doing stuff on my own, just trying to treat people right around the city because I'm not better than nobody. I just play a sport that everybody loves, but I just know that I could be an impact to somebody. And I know for me growing up, my mom always told me, treat people how you want to be treated. It don't matter what they do. It's about what you do and it's your character that counts at the end of the day. So I just try to remain true and be who I am. And you know what I'm saying? And, and it just sometimes inspires, sometimes it do different things to different people because everybody going through different things. But I know for me, uh, I just control what I can and try to uh, when I when I do see something, I say something, and I try to uh, help somebody if they will if they want to be helped. And that's it. I'm here to serve, and that's how that's how I kind of go about it. You know, be led, being led by God every day. Isn't that an amazing thing? You're 13. Things start to click a little bit even more, and you kind of appreciate these moments, and we appreciate you. We started at the show in 2016, and you're still on the Eagles, yeah. still playing at a high level, like. 
We are so proud of you and what you've uh, done in your career. Now you've got some friends, though, that are playing at a high level that you didn't have in those first early Eagles years. One of them is uh, Darius, don't call me Darius, Slay. He doesn't like being called Darius by the media. He likes to be called just Slay. Uh, What's it like in the locker room when you've got a big personality like that? Man, we got a bunch of fun guys in here. Uh, Slay is definitely the uh, comedian of everybody, you know what I'm saying? But everybody just feels comfortable with each other. And I love that. I love that we all can come together for one common cause. And uh, it ain't perfect for sure. But, you know, I feel like we got a mature team that can handle as far as when problems come up, we talk about it. We're we, we, we not scared to, you know, check each other on certain stuff. And, and you know, it's, it's cool because... You know, you can always be called out at any time. They call me out, making sure I'm always on my stuff. And I mean, it's a good thing for everybody. And I feel like it's just so much fun right now, man. I'm just trying to enjoy every day I get to be with these boys because we do got something special. And I, I want to maximize everything if we can. We got to get to the clip. You, you know what I'm talking about. This is the greatest clip of all time. We're going to go back to January of 2018. <laughs> you and the Eagles had just won in the divisional round of the playoffs in a very dramatic game. You beat the Falcons. Julio can't make the play on the last snap of the game. You're going to the title game, Brandon. And before you even leave the field, you have one thing you need to address. <laughs> and, in fact, one person you need to call out. Roll it. You wrong again. I guess you ain't never played football. The Eagles can't do what? Peter Schrager. Yeah. You better believe it. And like I say, Peter Schrager, you was wrong. We, hey, good morning football. Y'all don't need to have that boy on there no more because he was wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good right. morning, America. So, uh, oh, yeah, Slay got what you some got? What are you doing? What are you doing? Who's there? I got, I got, got? I got hard grave. Who? He didn't know what I was doing. Oh, yeah. 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 Right, thank you, so hold on. Frieder Schrager is still there. We're still on the air. And, and, and you were talking about me, and my speech was actually positive, but never mind all that. Brandon, what's it like to watch that clip now almost five years later? And listen, does that team feel a little bit like this team? Is, is there some, some connectivity going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's why I say, like, it's it's a great team, you know, that we have. And I feel like it's just different components that we got to get through that we did that we got through as far as, you know, we wasn't good in the run uh, this year like we was when 2017. And then we great in the past, but we wasn't as good in the past 2017. So it's just different dynamics, different things that you got to attack. But, man, I do feel that connection, like you said. And, man, I, it was so funny with that video. It's like, man, coach just play your part uh, for the motivation. And I, I just heard Peter Schrager, and that's it. That's all. I just went with it. I didn't ask nobody, nobody names or nothing. I just seen your face, and I heard Peter Schrager, and that was me. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the best part is, I think it was like, you know, probably three weeks, four weeks later, I'm on the field during the Super Bowl celebration, and you gave me a big old hug, and yeah. you're like, Peter Schrager! And I'm like, for him. I was happy I got it right that time. Yeah, yeah I absolutely love that. When you go on that Super Bowl run, there's so many people, so many doubters. And as you're winning those games week after week, you get to call them all out and sit at the top of the stage. But right now, you guys are at the top on defense. Number one in takeaways. Number two in sacks. You guys are doing so much. You take us inside that huddle for you guys on third and long when you need a big play. And your offense is back there on the field. They're waiting on the bench waiting for you guys. What's it like in that huddle? What are guys saying to each other? And what's the vibe? Hey, the vibe is, you know, we making the checks. We making the calls. Hey, this is what they like to do right here. Okay, uh, you know, this defensive play. And, you know, you hear guys just, just locked in. 
that's that's really what you when you know guys just locked in and you just love that they work doing their craft man and, and just making sure that they doing exactly what they practice uh and, and i feel it feel good because we all communicating out there because you know how big it is just being on the same page man and that's what I hear the most. Uh, just guys just communicating with each other. Uh, Mike slapping, slapping hands. You know, making plays. And uh, you know, of course, uh, we licking our chops up front because you know, sax is always on our mind <laughs> up front. So Absolutely. you know, we we definitely uh, trying to watch that ball get off the rock. That's awesome, BG. Man, it was such a joy talking to you this yes. morning. There's a chance that uh, the Eagles do the whole thing and Michigan does the whole thing in the yeah, same. Right. It's going to be a very good fall for Brandon Graham. Oh. I'm just going to put this out there. Indeed, okay. indeed. Yeah, like well, that. he has a couple weeks off from the stress then. He's got to wait a couple weeks for the yeah. Yeah. semifinal. we got to get Sirianni and Harbaugh together. Those two would be a party. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love <laughs> those guys. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. All right. Good luck this weekend, BG. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining yeah, us here on Good Morning yep. Football. <laughs> I got one more thing for you here, and I need you to watch a video to do this. So let me just get this here. All you got to do is hit play. We got something for you. Hi, Jared. It's Kyla from Fate. I want to say thanks for all the work you've done in Detroit. Hi, Jared. It's <laughs> me, Toy. Remember, your best man. Hello, Jared. This is Keely from Fate. Thank you for your support of me and my city. Your kindness and generosity has provided me with amazing opportunities. You've made a real impact in our city and on me. Your support has helped shape out my future, which has given me so many opportunities. For your service here and across your community. You have been recognized as Walter Payton Man of the oh, Year man. for Detroit Alliance. Congratulations. 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 Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you, man. That's really cool. Yeah. Try not to get emotional about it. Yeah, it's really cool um, for them to make that and seeing that video and, and it's an honor. And uh, as much as uh, I'm able to help them, it's very rewarding for me and, and it's an honor to be that. It's unbelievably cool, and so is this. We got him. You know him. He's a former first overall pick. He's the quarterback of the Detroit Lions. He joins us right now. Jared Goff, good morning. How are you, man? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on. This is great. Thrilled to see you. Thrilled for you as we just saw the Lions name you their Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the season. It's a huge honor, Jared. You've got to absolutely love it, especially coming from California into Michigan, new to the community, and they've embraced you and you've embraced them. What's it feel like to be the nominee? It's really cool for me. You know, I, I've only been here for two years, but as soon as I got here, I wanted to make it a point to be involved in the community and uh, make my mark. And I think, you know, as, as football players and specifically myself as a quarterback, it's kind of part of our responsibility to be a leader in the community and put our arms around communities and, and, and help people out. And, and in my way, it's, it's with the youth of Detroit and, and being able to bring them up as best I can. Yeah, Jerry, we saw some of those young people congratulate you and inform you that you were nominated this year for the Lions. We saw some of those faces during Hard Knocks this season in that really special episode with your fiance, where the young man yeah. asked if he could be your best man. <laughs> those are really awesome moments, but tell us exactly what that work has been that has gotten you to this point to get this nomination. Yeah, so I, I worked with the FATE program right there. Those were the kids you were seeing there. There was there was four of them uh, that we worked with, and uh, the FATE program is you know a program that helps and mentors these these kids and puts them on the path to their dreams essentially. And and part of that is the creative and um, you know digital graphic side of it that kind of fit perfect with what I was doing with the clothing stuff. And so having those kids to design it, and, and who better to design it than the kids of Detroit themselves, and having them design it and uh, being able to sell it this year, and then. Uh, whatever profits we make from that, uh, I'll match it and that'll go straight back to them and to their scholarships and for their future. So it's a really cool full circle 
uh, opportunity for me and I'm honored to be a part of it. I know it's incredible uh, to be able to help them out, but for me, honestly, it's, it's really rewarding and um, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I love that. You can tell from the video how personal those relationships are for you and for those kids, and I know it means so much to them. And, Jared, just to talk a little bit of football here, this season's been a little bit of a roller coaster for you guys, and now you're right <laughs> on the bubble for the playoffs. You have Minnesota this week. You guys are favorites in that game. What's the mindset for you guys going into this and just kind of taking off for the rest of the season? Yeah, man, just, just keep trying to play good football, you know. it's It's been a good four or five weeks now for us, and uh, just keep putting good football out there. And truly, I know it's so cliche, but it truly is for us one play at a time, one snap at a time, you know, trying to practice better every week, trying to practice well, you know, today, and just continue to get better. We've done some good things these last handful of weeks and have a good opponent this week in Minnesota. They'll come ready. Um, it'll, it'll be a fun one, but we'll be at home in front of our home crowd, and, and I know that place will be rocking. Jared, I, I know you're not watching Good Morning Football every morning, but what? I can assure you that, uh, you know, the way you've handled yourself over the last 18 months, the way you've handled yourself since you got to the Detroit Lions has been one with class and with grace, and now you're kicking butt uh -huh. on the field, too. And it's awesome watching this season from Jared Goff and kind of saying, let my football do the talk and you guys can say what you want. And now you guys are cresting at this time. How are you feeling personally about this season? I don't want to say redemption by any means, but that you're proving to people hey, this is what I can do, just watch. Yeah, sure, whatever, you know, ends up coming out on TV is, is up to you guys, but I'm just happy to be a part of this team, man. It's a, it's a really tough group and a really, uh, really a group that's been kind of forged through the adversity, through the hard times, through last year, through early in the season, and, and myself being a leader of it and being able to be a part of it uh, is something I'm extremely proud of and um, hopefully finish this year on a good note and, and get a chance to be in the playoffs. Hey, Jared, man, before you go, man, we got to ask you about your head coach, man. He's a hell of a coach, hell of a personality, man. Uh, listen, we love Dan Campbell here. I know you guys love him here, and the Dan Campbell thing is working. You are winning. But, Jared, like, there's got to be guys in the locker room who do, like, a Dan Campbell impression, who count how many times he says man, oh, man, who count how many Metallica references he makes from the 90s. Tell us your impressions of Dan Campbell, the dude, and how it goes over with the team. Yeah, you, you know, I think we've seen it for so long now that it, it, to us it's just so normal. I don't know if we're counting, counting how many times he says man anymore or asking him about his coffee order anymore. You know, I'll, t I'll sometimes ask him what his workout regimen looks like because he looks like he could still do it. But uh, he's a lot of fun to play for. He's got great energy. And I think, you know, everyone sees the, the speeches and, and the motivational stuff. But he's, he's equally as smart and equally as in tune to what we're doing on both sides of the ball. And it's a guy that I'm happy to play for. And it's a lot of fun playing for him. This guy's a class act. He is the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year nominee, and he is on a winning football team. And, man, nothing else matters. That's Jared Goff. You're the best. Thanks for That's coming right. in, dude. Hey, guys. Appreciate you having me. You too. Congrats, Jared. That was pretty cool, huh? All right, Jared guys. Jared Goff's Good Morning Football debut mm -hmm. favored against the 10-2 Vikings team. I love it. How about that guy? A.J. Brown torched his former team last Sunday. And then yesterday... In the middle of the season, the Titans let go of their general manager, another friend of the show, John Robinson. We're going to talk about it after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Good morning, football. Yesterday, news broke that the Titans parted ways with their general manager, John Robinson. Robinson has spent seven seasons as the GM in Tennessee, and the Titans never had a losing season with him at the helm. And they've made the playoffs four out of the last five seasons. It was a puzzling move to be done in season. Certainly, the Titans nowhere close to having a challenging season thus far to make a move like this, one that we have seen perhaps other organizations do. But those... Seasons were going very differently when the decision was made. So reaction Mm -hmm. to when we heard that news yesterday. I'm going to start with the resident Titan here. Yeah, I think a lot of people down there were surprised by this move. And I look at this and, yes, everybody's saying, all right, they just played Philadelphia. A.J. Brown goes off in that game. They traded away A.J. Brown. But they did that in April. So they they knew they traded away a good player. So it couldn't have come down to just one game and one player going off against them. I feel as though there had to be something that transpired. And a lot of times when you see and I'm just I'm just speculating, I'm just guessing, when you see GMs, head coaches on good teams, and somebody ends up leaving the organization, there might have been a power struggle struggle there where those two are figuring out is this Vrabels, is it John Robinson and maybe Vrabels a guy who won out and is maybe wants to get his own guys and figure some things out from a general manager standpoint. Maybe similar like a Bill Belichick who he's able to bring in the mm-hmm. players he wants and yes as a general manager but he's the guy kind of mm-hmm. controlling who's coming and who's going. So I look at it as maybe there was something between Vrabel, maybe John Robinson, maybe there wasn't, who knows. But Ownership made a decision to let him go when this team is 7-5 and five and atop the AFC South and is going to probably mm-hmm. be playing in the playoffs. There's more to that. First of all, it's really surprising to do this in season. Winning team, losing team, blow-up fight, A.J. Brown, whatever. Another part is they gave him a six-year extension last year. Mm-hmm. They're paying John Robinson full salary till 2027. It's a general manager. It, what the word is that you get is that the, the ownership group and Amy Adams-Trunk wanted to have a very collaborative 
everyone is, I'm involved in everything, and there might have been some conversations that didn't involve everybody and decisions being made. Mm. I don't know what the rubber hitting the road was that would cause them to fire him mid-season, but I will also say they have a guy in-house, Ryan Cowden, who has been interviewed for GM jobs for years. Is it going to be a hot name? I wonder if this might have been getting ahead of it and giving Ryan a chance to do some stuff with Tennessee the final few weeks and let him ride this out, and then we'll see. But Cowden's really qualified. But I think when you have owner, GM, coach, that's the triumphant that you need to talk about when you're talking about a move this drastic in the middle of the season. Mm -hmm. Listen, the reaction on Twitter last night was so interesting because people started just digging through the graveyard of why and how this could have gone down. And you don't have to look very far to see A.J. Brown's impact on the Philadelphia Eagles. But the fact that the Eagles just beat him, the fact that he just had two touchdowns against the Titans, it had to hurt. So people go way back to the draft weekend when the Titans decided to deal A.J. Brown to Philadelphia. And they found this very specific clip where here's Mike Vrabel allegedly right when the deal was done getting up and walking away from John Robinson when they decide to trade A.J. Brown. Now, they, with that trade, with that deal, they would go on to get uh, Traylon Burks from Arkansas to be their new wide receiver. And there's, it's unfortunate for Traylon Burks because now you have to compare immediately to what you lost in A.J. Brown. But if body language experts want to weigh in on that, there's what it looks like when the Titans dealt away A.J. Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, there's a lot of things that come together like that. Um, I just have a personal observation. I hate to see this. I like John Robinson. Yeah. I like him as a man. I like him as a football man. I like him as a family man. He comes on the show. He talks about special needs children and the work he does for them. And they're in the playoffs just every single year. You, you might be sitting at home, the Titans GM, who cares? Talk about the Cowboys and Odell. I don't know. Like, the Titans are in the playoffs. Your favorite team is going to play them. Your favorite team might get knocked out by them. They matter. And a lot of the reasons they matter is because of John Robinson. Um, I don't really care about playing favorites. He's one of my favorites. I like it, and I hate to see it. Drafted Derrick Henry. Yeah. Jeffrey I wonder Kennedy. where they go from like, A lot of guys. Mm -hmm. I wonder how this gets handled like in the locker room, Jay. Something like this. Like who? How it's does so far, this get to this information? It's so far removed from you. Like you don't oh, okay. have interactions daily with the general manager. Typically, like some a few guys may have a relationship with him, but mm -hmm. for a lot of guys, when the GM comes around, it's just like you're going the opposite way. This is the guy who fires and hires. So yeah. For guys, it's like, all right, who do we have this week? Traded for Tannehill, one of the best trades at that time. Yeah, made a lot of good moves. Good things. More good morning football coming your way. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.